Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Would you be the jerk for yelling and cursing at your niece? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for refusing to answer my in-laws when they call me Florence? My legal name is Flora, not Florence. My parents chose to use just Flora when I was born, and I always liked my name a lot. But for most of my life, I've been Flory to most people. Even at work, my coworkers call me Flory. I will answer to either Flora or Flory, and some people prefer to call me Flora, which I'm totally fine with. But ever since I met my in-laws two years ago, they've been so weird about my name. They started out by asking me a hundred times if my name was actually Florence. Then they asked me why my parents chose to give me a nickname, Flora, as a legal name instead of the full name Florence, and call me Flora instead. But what really bothers them is the fact that I use Flory and somewhat prefer it over Flora. They told me they cannot understand a professional woman using such a juvenile sounding name. They said every time they hear the name, they expect a 6 year old and not a 28 year old woman. My husband has been wonderful about shutting them down and telling them to stop and calling them out on being disrespectful. We've distanced ourselves from his parents due to this, but now whenever we see them at family functions, they call me Florence. First time, I really hoped they were talking to someone else, but no, it was me. My husband told me to ignore them if I wanted, and so I did. My husband's siblings all think their parents are being ridiculous, and all of them call me Flory in an effort to upset them. Some used to call me Flora and Flory, but even Flora doesn't exist to them now. We were all together for a New Year's party and my husband's parents brought some friends. They and their friends all called me childish, among other things, for refusing to answer to Florence. My husband got so annoyed, he went over to tell them they were being ridiculous when Florence isn't even my name. They told him Florence could be seen as just another nickname and I'm being unreasonable and rude. I felt very called out, but honestly the anger and way they talked about me made me question if I'm being a tad unreasonable and if I shouldn't just let them call me Florence. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk here because it's literally not their name. As long as it's not like utterly obscene, everybody deserves to be called the name they want to be called, especially if what you want to be called is your literal legal name. It kind of reminded me of this one funny story where there was a basketball player and his name is Jimmy Butler. A number of years back after he had a great game, the head coach of his team said, That wasn't Jimmy Butler tonight, that was James Butler. Jimmy Butler has a press conference after that and the reporters ask him about those comments from his head coach. And he says something along the lines of, My name isn't James, it's literally Jimmy. Pretty embarrassing for the coach. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? Our next story is, am I the jerk for not telling my niece the protagonist dies in the final book? She, 13, has been reading through a book series for some time now, ever since I bought her the first book as a birthday gift back in September. There are about 30 books, it's a very long series. Anyways, she started reading the final book last week. I didn't tell her that one of the two main characters is going to die. I know she's grown quite fond of him, but figured it best to avoid spoilers. What happened yesterday was that she got really upset and told me I should have given her a warning first. 
My brother also said I should have let her know so she can prepare for the bad ending. 100% OP's not the jerk? You never want to go around getting in the mindset of, okay, there's going to be a big twist or a big spoiler, I better warn them ahead of time. Like, if you know somebody's going to go into a movie like The Sixth Sense blind, the worst possible thing you could do would say, I can't believe there's a big surprise about the main character or just wait until the end, or even just like acknowledge that there's like a big surprise or twist because then they're going to be analyzing it way further, looking and expecting for something rather than just being hit with it. This next story is, am I the jerk for informing my sister-in-law that she and my niece were the only people who did not see her daughter's response coming? Sister-in-law married my brother 10 years ago. They each had a daughter, both 18 now, from different relationships. My niece was really excited by the idea of a sibling and a bigger family. She used to ask her dad to give her a sibling when she was still in preschool, and while she did stop asking, the wish remained, The fact she thought stepniece was the coolest and best person ever made the excitement more palpable. But it was clear from very early on that stepniece did not view my niece in the same kind of light. The girls were very different, and very early on my niece became very demanding of stepniece's time, and sister-in-law and my brother were very eager to see them spend time together, so they encouraged niece in her demandingness and would scold stepniece for wanting to put friends over her sister. I became concerned about how demanding my niece was being. She wouldn't even ask stepniece if she wanted to do something. She would tell her, and neither my brother or sister-in-law batted an eyelid. Stepniece would say no, and my niece would tell her no was not an option. So I spoke about my concerns to my brother, and he told me he knew it was going to push his stepdaughter away in the future, but he also knew how much my niece wanted a sister, and how much his wife wanted her daughter to accept his as a sister, so he wasn't going to get involved. A confrontation happened between sister-in-law and step-niece a couple of years ago that the rest of us were made aware of. Sister-in-law told step-niece that she would need to get used to having her sister in her life because when she grows up, she's going to have to make the time for her and this is good practice for that. Step-niece told sister-in-law that she could just not see her at all and sister-in-law said that wasn't a possibility and she would always be part of the family. Step-niece turned 18 in July and she moved out of my brother and sister-in-law's house and has not been to visit or kept in touch with them since. My niece has tried to talk to her over DM or call, but she has ignored her and maybe even blocked her in places. The only people this seemed to surprise was sister-in-law and my niece. My niece cried for days about it and said she didn't understand, while sister-in-law has grumbled for months about it. But during Christmas, it was at an all-time bad and she showed up to the family celebration we had on the 30th and was blasting her daughter to everyone and saying how surprising her actions were. A lot of the family moved away from her, but when she sat down next to me to do her vent, I told her only she and my niece were surprised and the rest of us saw her daughter's actions coming a mile off. I brought up that step-niece had even told her what she would do two years ago and she didn't believe her. Sister-in-law called me insensitive and told me nobody could have known a teenage girl was serious when she was having her little temper tantrum. She said most kids would never want to be away from their siblings or their families like that and it's cruel for me to lie and claim otherwise. Am I the jerk? I mean OP kind of said it themselves. Everybody except them two saw this coming from a mile away. I don't see how OP could be the jerk in that situation, they're just being truthful. Our next story is, am I the jerk for removing my son from a sleepover? Hi, I'm 37-year-old female. I've 
Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ten year old son, I'll call him Sam. My son was invited to a sleepover from one of his classmates, let's call him Taylor. Because I didn't know his parents very well, we got together a few times so we could get to know each other. We eventually set up a date, and the other mother, which I'll call Lady from now on, insisted on hosting the event. I agreed and later dropped my son off, telling him to behave and all that jazz. Toward the end of the day, around 9-ish, I got a call from my son's phone. He has a basic flip phone for things like this. He was upset and wanted to come home. I asked what was wrong, and he told me that Lady wanted to put him in a diaper. I told him to put her on the phone, and she answered it in a huff, telling me my son wasn't being stubborn and misbehaving. I could hear my son in the background saying he just wanted to go home, so I told her I'd be there in a few minutes and hung up. When I got there, I was let in by her husband. He apologized for the trouble and I went to find my son. He was still upset when I found him sitting at their kitchen table along with Taylor. Asked him what was going on, and he explained to me that because Taylor wet his bed, Lady wanted him to wear a diaper as well. I turned and looked at Lady and told her, Sam doesn't wet the bed and didn't need to put anything extra on for bed. She argued back that it wouldn't hurt him and would make Taylor feel better. To be honest, I kind of understood where she was coming at and even considered asking Sam if he'd be willing to do it for his friend. That was until I saw the thing. I was expecting a pull-up, but this was what looked like a thick adult diaper meant to fit kids. Then the shocker came when my son told me she tried to make him take off his pants and lay on the floor so she could put it on him. I turned back to Lady and told her how inappropriate this all was and collected his things to leave. She got belligerent and said Sam didn't have anything she hasn't seen before. So we left. Taylor, the poor boy, looked crestfallen. Not that I blame him at all, but my problem and the reason for this post is to do with the fact that the Lady put what happened on Facebook. Most of the commenters are on her side. So am I the jerk for taking my child home? No, I really don't think OP's the jerk here, and I think a lot of parents would legitimately, in those circumstances, highly consider calling the cops. This isn't some toddler you're changing their diaper for. This is a 10-year-old kid that she just told, take off your pants. What she was trying to pressure him into doing is not legal. I mean, I get the intention, but like, it's just so far past the line, I don't think it ever should have even been suggested, brought up, let alone gotten to the point where she's trying to tell the kid to lay on the floor and take their pants off. Our next story is, am I the jerk for threatening to disinvite my fiancé's mom from our wedding for saying I'm stingy and cheaped out on the ring and wedding? I, 34-year-old male, am engaged to my fiancé, Emily, 31-year-old female. Both of our families are lower class, so we have to pay for the wedding by ourselves. We talked it through when I suggested we have a more chill, smaller wedding and save our money for a down payment on a bigger house. I make significantly more than her. She's a teacher and I'm a doctor. 
So I told her I would take care of the majority of expenses like the venue, catering, and planner if she just paid for her dress and smaller stuff like that. Last week, her parents hosted a party for us before the wedding, and her mom kept making comments about how she can't believe how small our wedding will be, or that we're not hosting it at a fancy hotel downtown that's just so much better and elegant than what I chose. I even overheard her talking to her sister about how small the diamond is in Emily's ring and that it's embarrassing a doctor won't treat her daughter better. I spent about 5000 which I thought was fair. She just seemed so hung up on the fact that her daughter is marrying a doctor, but the wedding slash ring aren't on a doctor level. Based on what I know, I think she's a little embarrassed about her family's socioeconomic status and was hoping her daughter marrying a doctor would help improve her image to her friends and extended family. Throughout all of it, Emily looked extremely embarrassed and awkward and kept trying to tell her mom it was fine, and her mom just said, you need to learn to stand up for yourself. This is when I just lost it and told her mom she can be uninvited from the wedding if she has so many problems with it and is embarrassed by how cheap I am. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk because ultimately they're doing their best, and a $5,000 ring or even spending $5,000 on the entire wedding, if that's what you have to spend on it, is totally understandable. This next story is, am I the jerk for not letting my best friend use my bed for sex? So I'm 30 year old male and my best friend is 32 year old male. We've been flatmates for 3 years and in these years I've made myself very clear that I'm not comfortable with him or anyone else having sex on my bed. You do whatever you want in your room. I'm a person who shares everything, especially with my best friend. But this is just the personal boundary I drew for myself. We recently went on a trip to a beach destination, but I was staying in a different hotel than his boyfriend and him. My hotel just happened to be nicer and since I had pool access, I invited the two of them to spend the day in my hotel so we could swim. At some point I went to shower and I later learned that while I was showering, they had sex on my bed. I got upset about this. My friend says I'm overreacting and it's a hotel so we thought it wouldn't matter. My point is that it's just something I'm not comfortable with and I feel my boundary has been violated. I wasn't even asked. I don't blame OP here because it's not like housekeeping is going to jot up there and change those sheets right after they're done and right before OP's done getting out of the shower. Sure, it's a hotel, but the sheets are still dirty. Are they expecting OP to just go to bed at night in those sheets knowing they hooked up there and feeling okay about it? If there's any extra housekeeping expenses to get the sheets changed, are they going to cover it for OP? This next story is, am I the jerk for not getting off my horse and walking away when my mom tried to talk to me? My 21-year-old male, mom and I have a less than stellar relationship. My parents are divorced and I lived with her until I was 16. A couple of months before I turned 16, she started dating a guy and he didn't like me at all. I always had to hear him elsewhere when he came around. Shortly after my 16th birthday, my mom told me I was going to spend the weekend on my uncle's farm. So I went and it was pretty fun. She didn't show up the day he was supposed to pick me up, so I called her and she basically told me I was staying with my uncle permanently. When I told him, he was ticked. Rightfully so. We both tried calling her, but she didn't answer. We did everything we could think of to get a hold of her, but we couldn't. The last time I saw her was a week later when she dropped off the rest of my clothes. My uncle is technically not my uncle, he's just a family friend, but he is the closest thing I've had as a parent for the last five years. My dad and I aren't close, apparently his house was too full for me when my mom left. Honestly, a big part of me is glad this happened. Shortly after I moved in, I got my own horse. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. She's a Clydesdale named Mary, six-year-old female, and she's my best friend. I've been working on the ranch with my uncle since I graduated, and I'm really liking it. I feel at peace. Anyway, my mom showed up to the ranch today. I had just got on Mary. It was funny, she didn't recognize me at first. She came up to me and asked if I'd dismount. I didn't. She told me the story about how she moved across the country with her ex because she thought she'd be happy with him. Then she told me that things didn't work out, so she found a place. Then she basically demanded I come home. I sarcastically said, sure, and I got Mary to start walking. That set her off. She started after me and started ranting about how I needed to live a normal life and that I had to find a girlfriend and not ride horses all day. I stopped and said, as far as you're concerned, this horse is my girlfriend. And that set her off even more. My uncle caught wind of what was happening and he came over and asked her to leave. She shouted, I'm not leaving without my son. My uncle told her to leave again and threatened to call the cops if she didn't and that got her to leave. The reason I'm making this post is because my dad just sent me this long text about how my mom misses me and how she only wants what's best for me. He then went on to say that I should give her a chance instead of threatening to call the cops. He ended the text by saying I was a jerk for not even getting off my horse to speak with her. Am I the jerk for walking away when my mom tried to talk to me? Considering how she treated OP and how she utterly abandoned OP when they were 16 years old? I don't blame OP for not having much sympathy not wanting to stop what they're doing on an average day, to hear her out with whatever she had to say. OP, 21 years old, has every right to say, I don't want to talk to you right now. This next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to call my niece anything else but her chosen name? My 27-year-old female husband, 33-year-old male and I, are currently taking care of his recently orphaned niece, 8-year-old female, with the plan to later adopt her. Her first name is Kelly and middle name is Anne fake names, but she prefers to be called Anne and has been that way for a few years now. She introduces herself as, my name is Kelly Ann, but you can call me Anne. My sister, 29-year-old female, is 8 months pregnant with her first child and several months ago found out it's a girl. She's always wanted to name her daughter Anne and is excitedly telling everyone. Upon learning of Kellyanne's situation and how my husband and I plan to adopt her, my sister told me a few days after that we should start telling Kellyanne to call herself Kelly instead of her middle name. She said two Anns in the family will be confusing, so Kellyanne needs to get used to being Kelly. My husband said she was being ridiculous and if anything, it's her baby that needs renaming because Kellyanne has been calling herself Anne for years. My sister argued that she's announced her baby's name many months ago, and we only plan to adopt Kellyanne recently, so we should be the one making her rethink how to call herself. I joined my husband's side and told my sister Kellyanne can call herself however she chooses to. My sister and her husband called my husband and me a jerk for stealing her baby's name. So, am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk here. They've laid claim to that name a lot longer than that unborn baby has. If they want to keep getting called by their middle name, they have every right to do so. Sorry to her, but that's an unfair and unrealistic thing to ask of somebody. 
This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my bridal client that the venue was double booked? I, 29-year-old female, and my business partner, 34-year-old female, run a wedding planning and coordination business. For context, we have several different packages, but it breaks down to basically A, we plan your wedding start to finish, or B, you plan your wedding and we're there on the day of to execute the timeline, coordinate vendors, etc. to make sure the day runs smoothly and you have no stress. Here's what happened with one of our package B clients. The ceremony begins at 6pm in a different area on the same property and the bride was told not only would she be the only wedding in that room that she booked on that day, but that because she was the only wedding in that room that day, she would also be able to go in there prior to her ceremony to take photos, as all vendors had ample time to complete the room setup. Normally these photos would happen during cocktail hour, but she didn't want to miss out on that, so we were trying to accommodate her, and it should have been no issue considering she was told that she was the only wedding that day. Yesterday we received an email from the florist stating that they couldn't gain access to the reception room, according to the venue, until 5.45pm, as there is another wedding occurring in the same room and it ends at 5.45pm. Normally this would be fine and we would simply rearrange timings and notify the vendors so that they can allocate additional personnel to account for a short setup time. So we called the client and asked if she was aware of this. We understand now that she should have called the venue first to confirm this. However, it ended up being accurate so it wouldn't have made a difference. She was not and was incredibly upset. She and her father called the venue and apparently went off on them. The venue event specialist then called my partner and scolded her for telling the client, stating that telling her the week of her wedding was bad coordinating practice and that we should have just let it go and then hung up on her without letting her speak. After speaking with my partner about this phone call, I called the event specialist myself to get a feel for what was going on from his point of view. He gave me the same treatment, would not allow me to speak, and hung up on me. Immediately after, we attempted to call the bride at 5.50pm, but she didn't answer, so we sent her a text to please call us, which she also did not answer. An hour later, we sent another text to the group chat we have with her and her maid of honor, her sister, asking to please call us, but neither one of them has responded. It's now 12pm the next day and she still has not texted or called, and we're supposed to have our final call this evening. So, am I the jerk for telling her that she wouldn't be able to take photos in the reception room prior to her ceremony because the venue booked another wedding during the day and we wouldn't be able to have the room set up completed in time? OP's not the jerk here. From the sounds of things, it seems like the venue pretty clearly lied to the bride. It might not even be that they're upset with OP necessarily. They might just be so distraught and upset and stressed out about their wedding not going the way they thought it was that they're all just kind of going radio silent for the time being. Maybe for all OP knows, she's just trying to rip into the venue at that point. I would definitely have some choice words for the management of that venue. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting my mother-in-law to get married on my daughter's birthday? My daughter was born September 20th, 2022. My mother-in-law got engaged recently and her anniversary is September 20th, 2021. She wants to have her wedding on September 20th, 2025, which would be my daughter's third birthday. I don't really like the idea of it considering we wouldn't be able to celebrate her third birthday on the actual day and going forward her anniversary will be the same day and I feel like she would rather celebrate that instead. We also go to Disney World for my daughter's birthday so we aren't typically even in the same state during this time. Mother-in-law knows this 
I don't know if I should say something. She did text me saying, I hope you're okay with me choosing the wedding date for September 20th, and I want to say something back but not sure if I should. Please be honest but be nice. Thanks for your opinions. For what it's worth, she did reach out and ask if you're okay with it and you have that platform to respond. That said, the thing that's giving me hangups here is the fact that her anniversary is September 20th, 2021. So really, your daughter was born on her anniversary. So who truly deserves sole claim to that day? I think OP's making a bigger deal out of this than it really is. I would just say I had a lot of birthday parties and celebrations that were fun and amazing that did not take place directly on the day of my birthday. Our next story is, am I the jerk for cursing at my niece when she went into my office when I specifically told her it was off limits to guests? My 28-year-old male, sister, 33-year-old female, is visiting me this week with her daughter slash my niece, 13-year-old female. I was excited to host them in my house as I haven't really seen my family much ever since I moved away from our home state for my career. For context, I'm a lawyer at a large firm. That means I have to take work home often, which is why I have a room in my house set up as an office. My office has privileged information about cases and clients. Long story short, when my sister and niece arrived yesterday and after I helped them get settled in, I told them that there's only one rule that I have for staying in my house. My office is off limits. Fast forwards a few hours and everything's fine and dandy. I'm just sitting on the couch with my sister watching a movie until I get a call from a senior associate at work asking me to do a quick review of a document that he sent me via email. When I get upstairs, I see the door to my office is wide open and the lights are on. When I go in to investigate, my niece is in there sitting in my chair and taking selfies with her feet on my desk. I was beyond furious. I only have one rule for guests at my house and it's to stay out of my office. I have that rule for a reason. Not only would I be at risk of disbarment, but the integrity of the entire case would be jeopardized if any of that information is leaked. While I'm not accusing her of that specifically, I just don't want uninvolved people in my office taking pictures and posting them on social media where there may or may not be protected information in view of the camera. I asked her what the heck she was doing and she said, I was just curious. I want to be a lawyer like you when I grow up. I told her, get the freak out and stay out, you little bench. My sister came running up the stairs after my niece started crying, and she told me that I was a monster for talking like that to a kid. I told her that she had no business being in my office, and my sister said that it doesn't matter because she's just a kid. So, am I the jerk? Update. Well, I certainly wasn't expecting this post to get this many responses. So first, I want to start off by thanking each and every one of you for taking the time to read my post and weigh in with your judgment. Even the people that sent me death threats in the DMs, you know who you are. Special thanks to those who sent in their judgments via DM when the mods locked down the thread. After reading the comments and having time to cool down and think about all this, I accept that I was a jerk in this situation. While I was right to be mad, I overacted and made the situation something that it wasn't. This is also a wake-up call for me to stop being lazy and do a better job of securing my documents. I'll admit that the inconvenience of locking everything down led me to become sloppy. Not anymore. I've already ordered a lock for my office door and a fireproof safe for my paper files. My desk has lockable drawers and my computer is password protected. I'm also seriously considering a security camera. Last night, I probably spent 20 minutes apologizing to both my niece and sister. I promised that I would never yell at her or use that type of language towards her ever again. She accepted my apology, 
We gave each other a hug, and she also apologized for being in the office. My sister forgave me as well. I also took them out to their favorite restaurant. My niece and I had a conversation over dinner about the importance of attorney-client privilege and the secure handling of confidential information. Two things that are extremely important if she's serious about becoming a lawyer. She seemed genuinely curious, and I answered all of her questions that I could about the type of cases that I handle. When we got home, I decided to surprise her. I showed her around the office, and I let her take another picture at my desk. After I put away all my sensitive files, of course. Thanks, Reddit. Yeah, OP addressed this in their update, but I think they clearly had a right to be upset, especially considering it is a clear, described rule to everybody there. But they definitely went way too far calling them a bench and whatnot, like it's just so unnecessary. They're just a 13-year-old kid. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my friend's dad my mom returned everything he got me for store credit for herself? So last year, my mom married Mark and we moved to a new state. We have a three-bedroom house. My mom and Mark have one room. Mark's daughter Lily, 10, has her own room. And I, 13-year-old female, share with my brothers, 16, 18, and 22. Mark doesn't want my mom to work, but he also doesn't give her money for us because that's our dad's job. So I was kind of on my own to get anything I needed. A guy at my school noticed I don't have lunch most of the time, so he started bringing extra food for me. Then I started going to his house after school. They've been really nice to me. They take me out with them and they got me a pair of shoes because mine were too small. They went all out for me for Christmas. I got two pairs of boots and another two pairs of shoes, six pairs of jeans, four leggings, like 20 shirts, two jackets, a raincoat, rain boots, umbrella, new backpack and water bottle, and even some hair stuff and makeup. They also got me glasses, but that wasn't really a Christmas present. My mom took everything back for store credit, and she used it to get herself stuff. My friend's dad picked me up the day after Christmas to take me to camp. He signed me and my friend up for cooking camp during winter break, and I told him what happened. He called CPS and they came to camp to talk to me a couple of days later. Then they came to the house and now I'm staying with my friend and his dad. He reordered everything he got me, plus he had me go into Target and some other stores to get a couple of things until everything gets here. But my mom is really mad that I told him, and she's saying that I got her in a lot of trouble. So I wanted to know if I was wrong for telling him that she returned everything. I think OP did a great thing. This guy clearly cares more about OP than their own parent does, and they were looking out for them. Telling the adult that's actually helping you about a circumstance that's going on that's affecting you like that? How could it be a bad thing? Don't let your mom try to convince you that you're a jerk in that situation. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.